Welcome. It's the Long Coat Mafia, the internet's most hated and mafia-themed geek podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast, Long Coat Mafia podcast. It is I, the one, the only Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. this show's frontman and main host. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and aliens of all shapes, sizes, and colors, and those visiting from the spirit realm wanting to listen to a podcast or two, fear not everyone, the unedited audio episode of the podcast of Darkness between me and Sasha, the Princess of Darkness, will be posted up later this week. The reason why we're doing that is because we want that new episode to kind of, kind of correlate with us being at Four State Comic Con, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, 2023. So while we're promoting each other's platforms, people have that stuff available for them immediately. And we will be covering a bunch of stuff that is happening at Four State Comic Con, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So stay tuned next week for that content. But in the meantime, to kind of hold you over to that new episode, I figured since still conspiracy theories are running wild, why not drop another Lost Media episode featuring the Covert Cast, or say the defunct podcast known as The Covert Cast. And this episode of The Covert Cast is all about Area 51. And, well, since we had aliens a few weeks ago, yeah, I know I could have dropped this, but still, since it was not directly aliens-related, I figured not to. But still, I want something for all of you to listen to and enjoy while waiting on that brand new episode. So, what more can I say than, Hey, George, cue the music. We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 11 of the Covert Cast of thecovertcast.com. We're your host Dusty and the Man. How you doing, Dusty? I'm ready to get this started. Did you remember? Yes! yes. <laughs> um, and in case you were wondering, this week's opening music was uh, 51, which is a song by uh, SciFried. You can get their music on iTunes or at Sci-FriedBand.com. Uh, Dr. Vern and uh, Dobbs, Dobbs, who were on the last couple of episodes, are members of that band. That's actually Dr. Vern singing that song. So, um, And as you could probably tell from the uh, title when you downloaded this and from the song, we will be covering Area 51 this week on the Covert Cast. That is correct. Now, we were supposed to do Men in Black, but we've rescheduled that one for the next week. Right. So. Um. 
just because of stuff. But uh, now, well, we want to have we're supposed to have Doctor Vern back, right? And we're hoping to have him back in for Men in Black. And, but now, <coughs> my beer went down the wrong hole. Yeah, don't do that. Um, now we're also going to try something else new on the Covert Cast. We're going to try now because um, we don't really cover a lot of current events in the paranormal conspiracy world. Well, I mean, paranormal conspiracy world isn't always about current events. It's uh, not. I mean, but there are stuff that pops up every once in a while that's pretty damn interesting. So we decided we're going to try every episode to bring up at least a one, because the show's only a 45 minute show, probably a one news story a week to cover at the beginning. Yeah. Unless there's more one than one. One or two, one. you know. If not every not every week something interesting really pops up that right, stands right. out. But. Um, so this week we have. Uh, this is out of where was this at? This was in McAllen, Texas, and uh, the uh, the headline on the story is "Teen Stabbing Suspect." Ouija board said to do it. <laughs> that seems legit. Um, uh, basically, a fifteen-year-old boy has been charged with attempted murder after stabbing his friend with a four-inch knife on February 29th in a wooded area behind a high school in Wasalco, a small town along the U.S.-Mexico border at the southern tip of Texas. And uh, from reading the story, what he did was, uh, I guess they were playing with a Ouija board earlier. Yeah. And then they went out to the woods, and they were fucking around, and he stabbed this kid. And then he tried to tell the kid to tell everybody else that he'd fell on the knife. And yeah. he, he did transport him to help him get to a hospital. Yeah, he at least did that much, but... So, I mean, man. it's kids, though. I mean, it could have been an accident. Yeah. You know, they could have been horsing around and it been an accident. But the the main thing is here, this kid is steadfast in uh in uh claiming that, you know, the Ouija board told him to do it. Um <laughs> I, I, I blame Robert. Yeah, Robert yeah. the doll. Yeah, um, Robert made him do it. <laughs> do yeah, the Ouija board. Yeah, yeah. Um and the uh the investigator says he actually believed the Ouija board advised him that the friend was the cause of his problems. That's the incredible part. So the Ouija board told him, hey, this kid's the cause of all your problems. Stab him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm waiting to see how the court case plays out, because if this kid wins, I'm getting a Ouija board and um, <laughs> getting away with some crimes. Yeah. And, and this this actually comes from, this was on MSN. This was a headline story on MSN.com. Uh, that's where I got the story from. So, I mean, this made news. Um, now, you know me. I'm a hopeful skeptic. Yeah. This I'm gonna claim shenanigans on though. I I will believe maybe a Ouija board was involved. I, I believe they used a Ouija board at some point in that day. Now yeah. here's the question though: Do you think he he? Because some people in the town, I guess, are saying that he premeditated this mm. and did the Ouija board so he would have that excuse when he actually stabbed him. But my thing is, if he did that, why would he then transport him to the hospital? Yeah. Um, unless he just had a well, crisis Ouija of conscience. Board, the Ouija board. They also say you know. Basically taps into your subconscious, and maybe subconsciously he wanted to stab his friend and thought his friend was the cause of his problems. Yeah. So it came out on the board when they were playing. Oh, the kid could be schizophrenic. He could yeah. have actually heard something tell him to stab the kid. I mean, that's the way schizophrenics work all the time. So, I mean, you know, I, I this this one I don't see a big red herring for a proof of the supernatural. Um, it, it's no. interesting. The main thing is it made news. <laughs> but if you go the subconscious route, I mean, he could have, you know... Oh, okay. That's what I've been wanting to do anyways, and the Ouija board says it's all right. Right. I mean, <laughs> and I mean, if you're claiming that uh, something made by, is it Milton Brothers or uh, Parker um, Brothers, or Milton Bradley or Parker Brothers that does the Ouija Milton. board? Uh, they may both make one. Or has, yeah, it Hasbro. is Hasbro. It's Hasbro. Yeah. So if you're claiming the people that make G.I. Joe toys, uh, their their game told you <laughs> to stab somebody, you probably got problems. Um, 
So, yeah, I, I just I don't see a whole lot of validity to this story. I mean, it's we, interesting, but... We need to give the Ouija board another try, because last time it... Didn't... We did try the Ouija board uh, when we went on a uh, the other show we do, Slacker and Man. We had a big camping trip. And uh, hopefully next year when we do it, the Covert Cast will be going along, and yeah. we'll open that up to any of the Covert Cast. Well, next covert time we need to camp. bring a little table specifically set up, because we were and do like... It sober. Yeah, do it sober. And probably just two of us and yeah. not too many people helping, so... Well, we also didn't have, like, a steady surface or no, anything. No, no, no. It was on, like, a little camp table. We were all or... kind of huddled over. It yeah. Was, it was awkward positioning. Yeah, so... And we tried it for about two minutes and said, yeah, let's drink some more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So there's a lesson there. Don't try to do the Ouija board when you've been drinking, because it does not work as well. Yeah, don't, uh... Don't, uh... Because I did it as a kid, and it, it was pretty damn spooky then because it did seem to move on its own and everything don't and owe you i though what don't owe you i oh ouija under the influence ouija under the influence yeah <laughs> <laughs> i had to look because i almost said q i always want to say that starts with q but we did it as a kid and it, it was like um like recently there had been a, a pig butcher there they were you know butchering it to eat and everything and and supposedly that's what came through on the board the pig yeah yeah that was a little weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, I, I'd be willing to give it another shot. As long as it's not at my house or in the studio or none of that good stuff. I think the studio, this table would be no, the no, perfect no, no, place no, no. for I'm it. Not doing, you know? I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying I believe that anything would happen, but I'm also not going to take the chance yeah. on that. I'll, I'll participate. I'm just not doing it at my house. You know, I have the Ouija board now. I'm not sure what I, where I put it. <laughs> and it's an old one. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it, uh, one of our... Uh, it's listen- still made by Hasbro, but it's uh, an yeah, older one. Yeah, but it, it was made, I think the date on it was like 75 or something like yeah. that. So. I mean, it, it's pretty old. Um, so it could have been collecting spirits all these years. And, it could have been. Yeah. It could have been. You know, when they melted down those G.I. Joes to make a little <laughs> triangle. Is there a name for the little triangle thing in the middle? Uh, I'm sure there is. I mean, there's a name for everything. Yeah, I mean, uh, the uh, the plastic end of your shoelace has a name. I can't remember what it is. Inlets? Is it an inlet? I think it's like yeah, I-N-L-E-T-S okay. or something like that. And, it's a little weird that uh, I would know that. Yeah, right. Um, let's see, Ouija board. Hey, wow, it was uh, commercially introduced in 1890. I didn't realize it was that. I figured that was a 70s. Well, maybe not an inlet. That's. I don't. It's something along those lines, though. Is it aglet or something like that? It's something along yeah. that line. It's something weird, though. But I. But anyway, anyway, this doesn't matter. Uh, let's get to Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Wait, we weren't doing the episode on Ouija boards? I mean, we can if that's what you want to do the episode on. Nah. Could, I never thought about that. We could do a whole episode at one point on Ouija boards. Yeah, we'll do that in the future. I mean, yeah, that's actually not a bad because that's something we can actually do and make recordings and yeah, all. Yeah, we could do it during the it. episode. We could in the studio once we get our travel kit set up. Yes, we could. Uh, Are we going to have to break out my mic, my travel mic? We would have to break out your travel mic for that. Um, well, we can like. Do the travel mic somewhere else and record the rest of the episode here and just insert that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. So uh, that way we don't have to uh, have the spirits in the studio. Oh, speaking of which, let me let me say this, too. I really want to do some more investigations for this show, some more haunting investigations, whatnot like that. So if you know of anywhere that uh, that in the Florida area, Central Florida's great. We can branch out a little bit. More specifically, if, if you have actual access to somewhere, like legal access... Um, and you can get us in somewhere to supposedly haunt us. We'd really love to do that. 
I mean, let us know of anything and we'll yeah. check it out. But especially, like he said, if you have legal access, I mean, you know, if you don't know if something's legal to go to or not, let us know and we'll research it and find out. Yeah. But, yeah, because I'm not going to jail for uh, <laughs> hunting ghosts. Well, I do want to go do the Robert the Doll because yes. I was telling you earlier how, like, supposedly like, people that worked on them for a while say he's most active during the, like, the equinox of solstice. Which, I mean, that, that a lot of that goes, you know, a lot of that kind of stuff. I think uh, spirit activity in general is heightened during that time, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, a lot of the pagan religions and whatnot, that was a, there was a reason they did everything at that time. Um, I think the, I think June, well, there's one in March, one, I can't remember if Solstice or Equinox, but there's another one in June, because both of them come around twice a year, but right. I think we're going to go for the June one. Um. All right. Let's get to Area Fifty One. All right. Um, I I don't know how you could not know what Area Fifty One is, but we'll do a brief overview in case you don't know. Um, oh, yeah, that's one of the things that's ingrained in people that aren't even interested in the paranormal or conspiracy. You have a TV show that has anything to do with aliens or anything like that. It's oh, at yeah. Area Fifty One. I mean, video games. How many video games have had an Area Fifty One level? Even skateboard video games have Area Fifty One level. You oh, know, I remember that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, shooters have Area Fifty One levels. Uh, you know, all that gets. Uh, um, um, the Grand Theft Auto games. One of them have an Area Fifty One yeah, level. Yeah. So I mean, it, you know, it, it's it's ingrained in the popular culture, yeah. which uh, does tend to harm my, <laughs> you know, trying to find out the truth about stuff. But uh, Area Fifty One is actually a, a remote detachment of Edwards Air Force Base in Nevada. It's actually 83 miles northwest of Las Vegas, and it's on the shore of Groom Lake. Which is a dry um, lake bed, which is one of the reasons they chose the area, because it's like a naturally perfect uh, flat area. Right, it's like it's the areas, like you see, you know, you see, uh, if you watch the videos of uh, of those cars breaking the land speed records and stuff like that in the desert, it's an area like that. Yeah. Um. One of the really interesting things, uh, you know, about it is that the government didn't even acknowledge that it existed until July 14th of 2003. Yeah. Up to that point, you could go up to the edge of it, and there's a big sign saying, warning, United States government property, uh, if you come in here, we will shoot you. And the minute you got up to the fence, like, three guys in a friggin' uh, vehicle would come with M16s, you know, but the government said it didn't exist. Yeah. I a- never understood that. It's in plain sight. We see it exist. Why yeah. do you deny it exists? That's ridiculous to At me. At least lie and say it's something else. I mean, just don't plain out blatantly deny something that you can physically see isn't there. And uh, the main thing behind Area 51 is that uh, is the conspiracy, the official, well, here, let's go with the official story first. The official story is it's a test bed for experimental aircraft. Yeah. Um, you know, the uh, the uh, Project Oxcart, which uh, did the uh, Blackbird stealth, you know, and the stealth bomber and all that good stuff. That was all d- developed there, supposedly. Um, the conspiracy angle of it is that they actually um, are reverse engineering alien technology there. And the big the biggest push, what most people tend to reference, is the Roswell incident, is that that craft, that they were craft and bodies they recovered, actually were transported to Area 51. And if I, I believe, I have to look this up to make sure, I believe the supposed alien autopsy video that got leaked, wasn't that supposedly done at Area 51? Um, yeah, you have to look that up. I'm not sure. Because I know Area 51, they didn't, supposedly didn't, like, actually start open the base, like, start developing on the base until, like, 1955. Right. Well, but the underground facilities is mm. the main thing. I mean that uh 
But I know they supposedly like transported all the stuff to Area 51 once they did open it. So, I mean, the autopsy itself may have actually been done at Edwards Air Force Base. Right. Which is where they supposedly originally transported everything Well, supposedly to. there's a large underground rail system that connects uh, all that stuff at Edwards. Because Edwards is a huge facility in and of itself. Um, but, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of maps, um, Area 51 isn't included on them. It just shows it as a blank desert. If you try to go into Google Earth and look at Area 51, that's actually blocked out. That's one of the sections that's blocked out of Google Earth. I mean, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. They, it's they've, one of the few places in the U.S. where you can't even, uh, like, no one can legally fly over it, not even other military. It has more restrictions on the airspace than the White House airspace does. Yeah. I mean, that, that what does that right there tell you? I mean... You know, I mean, granted, it wouldn't be hard. I mean, the the spy satellites can see down there. Yeah. I mean, they, as far as I know, they don't have a way of scrambling those, but... Um, as far as you know, I mean, there are supposedly, like, uh, on the ridges nearby, like, um, certain radar dishes or, like, something radar-like that they, people can't identify. Now, one of the things that gets me, though, is uh, researching this. I found out that the actual guys, the armed guards that uh, patrol the perimeter and come out, because supposedly there's motion sensors and pressure plates around the perimeter, and the yeah. minute you get close to the fence, um, you can be fined $600 just for approaching the fence. Yeah, well, they what they generally do is detain you until the local police show up, and right. then you get fined 600 bucks just for coming close to it. But uh, the actual guards that come are employed by a uh, a, a company called Wackenhut. Um, I've had personal dealings with Wackenhut, <laughs> and I've never been impressed with the caliper of their employees. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, the Wackenhuts that are running security at a mall are used probably a different caliber than the ones doing security at Area 51. Yeah, but, I think so. But if you're just a perimeter guard, I mean, you wouldn't really have to be that impressive. I mean, as far as, you know, just going out there and shooing people away for the most part. But But NASA employs a more reputable security company to secure the NASA projects. I mean, you know, I mean... Well, these are just perimeters. I mean, they could be more guards inside that are yeah, actually no, that, more reputable. That's, that, that would be military inside. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I, I know as far as military and law enforcement circles go, Wackenhut doesn't have a good reputation for their quality, mm-hmm. you know? But then they're the guys doing security there. So, I mean, you know, I, it just... It, that part is odd to me. Yeah, but... Like, like I'm saying, it's it's also the government they where they tend to go to the lowest bidder for stuff. And True, but... Even if it is your top secret stuff... But, and like you said, if they're just doing the uh, the uh, perimeter, yeah. I mean, they don't have access And there to, could be another perimeter further inside where they have other people guarding, you know? I think there is, isn't there? I mean, I would imagine. I mean, the yeah. most top secret place in the U.S., it's... Like I said, and, the most top secret place we know of. Well, see, and that's uh, <laughs> I, I've seen that. You know, I've always thought about that is if the government really was doing research on stuff like that, they would be idiots if they're actually doing it at Area Fifty One. They would be doing it at Area Fifty Two that nobody yeah. knows about. <laughs> However, it, you could also go the misdirection route where they do it there because no one suspects that they actually, they'd actually do it there. Yeah, because that's the big rumor. Yeah. Um, which you know, and one of the big things that has fueled this fire for. Ever is like I said, you know, it was open in the fifties, and the government completely denounced its existence until two thousand and three. Every so, I mean, once in a while, they would be like, "Oh yeah, it exists," but then they'd go back on it immediately. And, yeah, I mean, you know, and uh, despite you know the paper trails and the the physical signs, you could go and see. Yeah, I mean, that was my thing: is you can go see it, you can physically see the fact it that exists. if you fly near there, you know they're going to be um, on your ass in a heartbeat. Well, didn't you say there was a thing on uh, coast to coast where a guy was trying to fly over it and they shot him down? Well, supposedly, like in 1997, there was a guy he um, called in to coast to coast. Well, he, he tried calling a few times, couldn't ever get through. 
Finally, he calls his girlfriend, has her fax him, you know, to tell him he's getting ready to fly in the Area 51. You should answer his call. And then he gets on the line for like a good uh, 10 minutes. And then at the end of it, you start hearing um, like shots being fired in the background. And then the phone just cuts out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I. The, the... I mean, it, it's. It sounded real enough, but I mean. But yeah, anything I mean, can be faked if you want. I was just gonna say we could make that here. Yeah, I mean we could take a recorder out to uh, 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 maybe you know that's something we could easily do. We could easily make a tape like that, dude. Okay, okay. you know we we could go. What you do is you get a piece of machinery that's loud, right? Yeah. Like uh, my family you owns get a generator. Uh, or something, well, you know, my or... family owns even better than that. My family owns uh, you know groves and pastures and whatnot like that. We have a spray machine. The way the spray machine works is it has a large fan and it blows. I think the winds that come out of it are about probably 30-mile-an-hour winds, you know? Mm. You get next to that, put something in front of you so it sounds like wind hitting, you know, a glass, you know, yeah. and then you're recording it while I'm standing, you know, 20 yards away with a gun and I start shooting it, and then it sounds... You know, I mean, you, you could easily do that. I mean, we could do that, though. I just thought about that. Like, uh, you know how Penn & Teller made the fake Bigfoot video? Just yeah. to see, you know, if people well, now would buy we, into you know, it. We can't really do a fake... Well, it'd be harder to do a fake one, but... Well, I mean, our listeners would know, but if yeah. you put it up on a website that wasn't connected, you know, made your own website just for that and see what it kind of... I mean, there would be an interesting experiment in it, kind of like Penn & Teller were doing. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I, the, the, yeah, because they got a lot of responses. People were wanting to pay them to, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah, show they, them where they found it and everything. Yeah, or they were willing to pay them just for interviews. Yeah. Um... You know, and uh, the, of course, the uh, the military's explanation for a lot of the because uh, there are a lot of sightings of UFOs around Area Fifty One and Roswell and that whole area. Roswell's made a whole tourist industry based off that, but the military uh, their their explanation is, and I could see this is that uh, you got to you know they they said you got to understand we're flying experimental aircraft here. This is stuff people have never seen, so of course it's going to look outlandish and like something you've never. Well, they seen. were saying like the Oxcart uh, project the. Mm-hmm. Like one of the things, one of the jets from that like had a, a like a larger uh, fuel capacity, and right. the, the fuel container itself was kind of roundish. And this thing, you know, when it's going um, like what two thousand miles an hour or something like that. To yeah, people, I have the quote here. It says the shape of the ox cart was unprecedented, with its wide disc-like fuselage yeah. designed to carry vast quantities of fuel. Commercial pilots cruising over Nevada at dusk would look up and see the bottom of the ox cart whiz by at two thousand plus miles per hour. The aircraft's titanium body moving as fast as a bullet would reflect the sun's rays in a way that could make one think UFO. Which, yeah. truthfully, it is UFO. It's an unidentified flying object. I mean, people automatically associate the term UFO with, with aliens. aliens. Yeah. UFO just means I don't know what it was. Yeah. I mean, have, Which, I mean, that, that applies to anything in the sky that, you know... Have you ever seen by. a UFO? Uh, once, when I was a kid, we were... Um, Riding back in the truck, in the back of the truck one night, coming home from like the bowling alley, because you know we live in the south where we ride right. back of trucks. <laughs> right. And then we, you know, me and my brother, and I think like my cousins were back there, and we happened to look up, and there was like these two faint lights, like just like hovering just above us. And you know, I looked away for a second, looked back, and they were gone. But there was like two like. Uh, rectangular lights, like right next to each other, and well, now I know uh, growing up where I where I grew up, which isn't too far from where you grew up, but far enough. But there is an Air Force bombing range that used to be an active training range, not far from us, is in Avon Park, and uh, so we would see flares and stuff all the time. And those flares do funky things when they're floating, you know. I mean, yeah. they'll be there and then they're not there. They'll hover and then they'll float, you know, and all that good stuff. Um, I do know when. Um, 
one of the agencies I worked for, uh, there's a small town there, and in 1978, um, now this could be easily explained, but 1978, they took a lot of calls of unidentified flying objects in the area, and at 2 o'clock in the morning, every window on Main Street broke. Damn. But, and, well, there was a boom, too. But yeah. that could have been something flying too low, and something going supersonic flying too low, too. Yeah. But there was, but prior to that, in the evening, uh, at dusk, right at twilight, there were several calls of unidentified flying objects. People weren't saying aliens, but... But um, it's still something you don't recognize, and... Um, the closest experience I've ever had with that is, uh, again, in law enforcement. I got a call one afternoon of a uh, UFO had crashed in a pasture. <laughs> How drunk was the caller? <laughs> well, that was my first <laughs> thought. I'm like, oh, my God. And the other guy, and it was a shift change. Because it seems like it's always rednecks that see UFOs. Well, and, and this was in respect. a pasture in the middle of nowhere, and uh, it was shift change. I was going home, and this other guy was just coming on, and you know, I'd met up with him to you know exchange information about everything that went on that day, and... I got the call because he wasn't actually officially at work yet. And so that call came in. I'm like, oh, my God, some drunk, you know, seen a water tank in a pasture, you know. And it's like, you know what? The curiosity's got the best of me. I'm going to go see what this is. So me and him went together. You know, we're joking the whole way, you know, about, hey, let's see what, I wonder what the fuck this is. Well, we get out of this pasture. And you got to go through the woods pretty good ways to get to it, and then the pasture's wide open. There's nothing in the pasture. And Was it, it a Boeing bomb? It, no. Um, <laughs> we get there, and there's a large disc-shaped object with a cockpit on top and the cockpit open in the pasture. We're about 200 yards from it at this point. And I stopped, and he pulled up next to me. I said, hey, this is your call, buddy. I'm fixing to go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got up there, though. What it was is it was one of those gliders. Um, mm. But it, it wasn't a hang glider. It was one of the gliders that actually has like a cockpit like a... Uh, like an airplane almost, you know? Yeah. And they say with those, once you actually get airborne, you can almost fly it like a plane. And the guy got lost, and he had to put down in the pasture. But it, it for a split second when I pulled up and saw that, because it was a saucer-shaped thing. Some of those are, you know, they need a lot of wind coverage. They don't have wings. Some of them don't have wings like a traditional aircraft. It is almost a saucer. And uh, and uh, when I got up there and seen it, my first thought was, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't my call. I'll see yeah, you later. Yeah. Somebody please inform the FBI that uh, <laughs> I was never here. <laughs> but like I said, we got up there and it was a glider. But that's about the closest experience I've ever had. Like I said, growing up, we saw a lot of weird lights and stuff. But that Air Force bombing range was mm. um, well, mine. That that freaked me out as a kid, though. And then I've never really seen anything like like close to that since. No, I mean, I you know, and I, <sighs> I mean because the lights. They were very faint. I mean, you could just barely make them out in the night sky. Yeah. But then, like, once I looked away and looked back, they were just completely gone. But, and, too, unless you study aircraft a lot of the time, even just the running lights on some aircraft look weird. You well, know? these were... I don't know. These seemed pretty low. I mean, they weren't, like, from a like long distance, it seemed like. Well, but you know, distance but, is hard to judge yeah. in this air, too. I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to take away from anything. I'm just playing devil's advocate, yeah. you know. I mean... Um, like I said, for this one, it was also two rectangular ones that weren't, like, connected. They were, like, a little distance away. Kind of like if you imagined, um, almost like, uh, like, I'm trying to think, like, the, the landing things for the helicopters, the little yeah. legs, kind of that distance apart almost. Okay. But, I mean, it was most, like, really rectangular and, you know, faint lights, but. And never did figure out. Never did. Exactly I mean, there was, was no, I didn't hear any sound or anything come from it. And you hear a helicopter and. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Especially if it's that low. I mean, yeah. Um, but. But I never figured out what it was and. You know. But, I mean, Area 51 is one of those things that's really hard to... I mean, and like I said, 
every TV show that has dealt with an alien has Area 51 to it. Every uh, movie. Indiana Jones. Yeah, Indiana <laughs> Jones had Area 51 stuff. I mean, you know, video games, books. I mean, uh, you know, we we uh, we actually uh, we played laser tag last night in an Area 51 themed laser tag yeah. room. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's it just the. Uh, you know, there's so much to Area 51. Uh, do you think there's any validity to the uh, alien claims? Maybe, but I think in all likelihood, it's, it's pretty much what they've admitted to, just where they test highly experimental stuff and aircrafts and weaponry. But Yeah, I mean, that, that's honestly my thing. I, I, think... I mean, I'd like to believe, I mean, if, it, if they were going to have alien technology anywhere, it'd probably be there. But whether they do or they don't, I mean... It does seem like, though, they'd have better security if it was actually alien technology. <laughs> well, I mean, my, my, my personal belief on it is uh, I, I believe in the possibility that in the 50s when it opened, maybe that was the original intent to it. Yeah. But I think the minute it started getting any kind of notoriety or attention, anything they had there got moved. Yeah. I, I don't think they would risk leaving it somewhere that's known as a big joke as the alien place, you know? I don't. I, I know the whole plain sight thing, but I, I think the minute the base actually started getting any attention and being known for that, I think they would have moved it to a But despite all that, I mean, they have the highest security of anywhere <laughs> we know of. But any security can be beat, too. I mean, yeah. you know. and, and This another, one would be hardest one to beat. <laughs> another, another thing with me is, do you honestly think, especially, okay, let's go with the height of the Cold War, right? If Russia had any inkling that they had something super secret there, like especially an alien aircraft or something like that, do you really think Russia couldn't have got into that base? Maybe Russia has their own. I'm alien sure they aircraft. do. Well, <laughs> Russia, Russia has just as many sightings and stuff as yeah. as our government, and they take that shit serious. Like they're not allowed to report that shit on the news. I mean, like they have Russia has openly dedicated agencies involved with. Uh, with uh, the reportings and sightings and follow-up investigations of UFOs. I mean, so they take that shit way more seriously than our government openly does. Um, you know, and of course, the X-Files was another big one. They did a whole area of, I mean, they, that was... A th given the security around it, I mean, what what could the Russians really have done without actually igniting a Cold War to get in there? I mean, actually igniting the Cold War... Turn it into a real war, war, war together. Well, I mean, I didn't mean like yeah. full on force and tanks and well, helicopters. Well, I mean, yeah, they wouldn't I meant, go through that much trouble. I meant, I meant like a, a spy or an infiltrator or something along those lines is what I was thinking. But uh, yeah, know. but I mean, I'm sure the background checks to even get close to that place, even do the like outward security. Oh, dude, but you don't think the Russians? You insane. don't think the Russians inserted people into our government that went through all that kind of stuff? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they did, but I mean. Or not to mention, not even just a rush. What about a double agent? You know, or something along those lines. Somebody that was... I'm not talking like you take Boris from Rocky and Bullwinkle and send him here to pretend to be an American. If you have an American citizen that I'm is, sure at the time of the Cold War, if you were probably involved in the programs like that and they even suspected you were um, a double agent or a spy, they probably immediately just terminated you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean but the one guy got close to Captain America. You know that was... Um, <laughs> A Nazi, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that not what you were going to say? No, that is, I, I don't even remember what I was going to say. Yeah, that was a fictional. Is yeah. That where well, you were going well I don't know if I want to say fictional. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. like to believe Captain America was real. You know, yes, he did not look like Chris Evans. So. Um, no. Anyway, Area Fifty One. Um, Chris Evans is not Captain America. No, 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 no. But, uh, but yeah, Area Fifty One. I mean. 
Uh, there's a lot to go with Area 51. You know, there, there's several directions. You know, the some of the big UFO. Well, we eventually going to do a Roswell episode itself. I mean, because that's a whole episode to itself. Oh, I mean, not even including the Area 51 stuff. Well, the the big conspiracies with Area 51 is the storage, examination, reverse engineer, crashed alien space. Craft. I almost fucked that up. Including material recovered at Roswell and the study of their occupants living and dead in the manufacture of aircraft based on alien technology. Meetings or joint undertakings with extraterrestrials. Um, the development of exotic energy weapons for uh, strategic defense initiative or other weapon programs. The development or means of weather control. They have storm there too. Um, the development of time travel and teleportation technology, the development of unusual and exotic propulsion systems related to the Aurora program, and activities related to a supposed shadowy one-world government or the Majestic 12 organization. You know what I'm finding funny is this is a lot of this is almost the same exact list for uh, Project Montauk. Uh, <laughs> well, they talked about weather manipulation there, which there is something like that in Alaska. The um, well, yeah, well, they, uh, they, I can't remember what it's called offhand. They, they, I mean, to a certain extent, you can manipulate the weather. It has uh, severely uh, it has severe consequences to it, but I mean, you, they can do uh, cloud seeding and stuff like that already. Yeah. I mean, it's not to the point to where you can point a ray gun at the sky and say sunshine, and it's sunshine in Seattle. You know, I mean, that we know of. That we know <laughs> of. That, I'll give you that. That yeah. we know of. Uh, trust me, being involved in agriculture, I would, I would love it if we had weather control. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but that weather control is is an odd one. Um, but like I said, one of the funny things is that's almost the same exact list as uh, you know the last episode we did, Project Montauk. That's a lot of the same programs that supposedly went on at Project Montauk. Which, you know, if our government is researching this stuff, it does stand to reason they would research it in different... Yeah, I mean, I know sometimes with top secret stuff, they'll try to keep them separated when they're working on one particular project so no one knows entirely what they're working well, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you'll have, uh, you'll have somebody at this facility working on this aspect of the project and somebody at this another facility working on a different aspect of it and all that. That way, if one guy defects, he can't build the whole thing. Yeah. You know, um, or if one guy dies or gets sick or something like that, they and don't lose so the And also so you project. don't necessarily have someone influencing someone else's work. Right. So someone could actually come up with something on their own that they may not necessarily be able to do in a group. Right. Um... Well, that's like, uh, that reminds me of a new story I saw the other day where, uh, I think it was MIT, there was some mathematical code they were having trouble breaking, and uh, I mean, people at MIT have been working on this for years. Well, MIT released a video game online, it was an online video game for free, right? Yeah. Yeah, within like, uh, I think it was within three days, it, they made it part of the game, within three days somebody broke that mathematical code. <laughs> Just some gamer broke that mathematical code. Didn't they do that in um, Stargate Universe? Didn't they? They did something like that where they were trying to... Oh, yeah, yeah, to... yeah. That's how the one guy, the, the fat kid, yeah. uh, that's how he got in there, yeah. They were trying to do the gate algorithm. Well, and, and... another one was, um, it was a Bruce Willis movie, Mercury Rising, I think was the name of it, where the autistic kid, they put the codes in the uh, crossword puzzles. And like if you could solve this one particular thing, or maybe it was like a Sudoku puzzle thing, mm -hmm. and if you solve this one, you were supposed to call this number to win a prize. And like that autistic kid solved it, and that's everybody was trying to get him, and Bruce Willis had to protect him, and shenanigans ensued. But, um, <laughs> shenanigans. Shenanigans. Evil um, shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, uh, let's see. Anything else on Area Fifty One? I mean, they, and so many actual, you know, real world technology has come that the government has admitted come from Area Fifty One. I mean, the U two program, the X fifteen, uh, as we mentioned, Oxcart, D twenty one, the F seventeen, F one seventeen. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're clearly working on stuff there. I mean, we've seen the results, and 
Like There's I no said, telling what they're working on now that we have yet to see. Like I said, my, my thing is, I think the min- if they were working on anything there, the minute it gained any notoriety for doing alien stuff, you know, I yeah. think they moved it off-site to a different facility. I mean, you know. Do you think... Uh, do you think the president, when he gets sworn in, they give him the rundown, the real rundown on Area 51? I'd say no, unless he starts asking too many questions. And- well, I don't think so, because <laughs> my main thing is the president's in for eight years tops. Yeah. You know, he's not in for the long haul. Now, unless the only only exception I can see, you know, a lot of times a president could be a senator or a uh, or a representative or something like that. If there on comes some kind of subcommittee that it deals has already dealt with that stuff, then I could see maybe yes. But or, or maybe if they were trying to actually um, expand that or something, they may have to get with him. Yeah, but I still think his even whatever knowledge he would have of it would be just a cursory knowledge. What they think yeah. he needs to know, you know. Um, and uh, let's see. Unless he's already, you know, a member of the New World Order, in which case he already knows going in. Obama. <laughs> um, anyway. Um... Calm down. <laughs> Can we do it? Never mind. Um... No. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, you said next week's going to be Men in Black, right? Yeah, it was supposed to be this week, but we're which, hoping to have Vern back for that. And uh, Men in Black has actually has a tie to Area 51. Supposedly that's one of the places they operate out of, right? Yeah. I mean, you would think you wouldn't... Because that place is pretty closely watched by people. You would think... Oh, I guess unless some sort of aircraft they're leaving on and going places, but... Well, I mean, that's supposedly how they, like, transport personnel there is through aircrafts, but they also have the... The underground, underground rail, rail system. system. Yeah, that's you know? true. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, I, I personally, uh, Area 51 is one of those things that's super interesting to me. I don't put a lot of stock into the alien, alien thing. Yeah. I mean, it just just because it is too, too, too out public. there, too sensationalized, you know? Yeah, yeah too public. Um, but like I said, you know, the towns around uh, Area 51 and Roswell have made tourist industries based of off course, this now stuff. Now, the place to hide the UFO stuff is the well-known places... That no one actually thinks anything of yeah, going like, on there. Yeah, yeah, Fort Bragg. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, somewhere like that is where you would actually hide stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, the Captain America project was in the back of a barbershop, wasn't it? Yeah. Why do you it, keep giving me that look when I bring that up? Because you keep on bringing Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a fictional character. <laughs> oh, man. You think Captain America knows what went on at Area 51? Yes, the Cap would know. He probably would know. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, they, they've said in the comics before. He works he with actually, Shield, he so, has, yeah, know, he that's has the highest, top clearance right he there. He has a higher clearance level than the president. Like, one of the only people to have a higher clearance level than him was Nick Fury at one time. Is who Nick was the Fury still alive? Yes, he's back. Okay. He's Cause, running, I don't know. They, yeah. It's been weird with him. He's doing S.H.I.E.L.D. again now. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, he was dead or gone and hiding for yeah. years. Well, um, there was a thing where, like, every time they thought it was Nick Fury, it was one of his bots, and... I hate the whole LMD yeah. angle with Nick Fury. That They need to do away with all those. They do. The Doom bots and the LMDs need to go away, and yeah. we need to save this conversation for some Okay, yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking, <laughs> we're, we're getting a little off uh, topic um, here, but... <laughs> all right, Dusty, so what else you got for Area 51? I think that about wraps it up. Um, uh-huh. Men in Black next week, followed by MK Ultra. Yes. Which I, I I don't need to do too much research on, because... Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because you already did the research on MK yeah, Ultra, yeah. didn't you? I'll have to do a refresher, but... Yeah, so uh, Men in, the next episode will be, uh, episode 12 will be Men in Black. Yes. And then 13 will be MK Ultra. Yes, that's correct. Right? And then we'll see where we go. If you have suggestions for uh, 
for uh, anything, you know, uh, a topic for us, uh, you know, try to stick within our topic range, you know, conspiracy stuff, supernatural stuff. Yeah, contact stuff. us on Facebook, Twitter, um, or emails, uh, thecovertcast at gmail.com. Yep. And, uh, you know, or contact us through, if you're a friend of ours on Facebook, you know, you can contact us through there. Uh, yeah. Actually, uh, are we going to switch over the Covert Cast to a uh, f- uh, timeline, our fan page on Facebook to a timeline? Possibly. I mean, I mean we'll I, have to, I, yeah. but within the next few days we'll have to. Well, one, the, the, one of the advantages to that is, I know we, I've switched the Slacker Demand one over, is that you can receive messages. You can actually just go to our Facebook fan page and send us a message on there. All right. Yeah, I mean, I'll switch the, it over just for that reason. Then. Yeah, I mean, you can actually go, if you go to, uh, if you go to Facebook... And type in the covert cast where you know the first thing that pops up there, or you can go to the covertcast.com and there's a link to our Facebook on yeah. there. And, and I, uh, I put the uh, email address in the show notes every time. Okay, so yeah, just go to the covertcast.com and you can contact us. Please yeah. go like our fan page, follow us on Twitter, all that good stuff. Uh, catch up on some old episodes. We got several good ones up there. And um, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Listen to Slacker and the Man if you're into geek things at all. You know that's our geek year. Yeah, if you enjoyed all the Captain America talk, you'll <laughs> yeah. enjoy Slacker and the Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, go listen to Slacker and the Man. That's at slackerandtheman.com. And I've been asked a couple different times uh, here lately about um, uh, the Covert Cast being available on Stitcher Radio, which is an app for your PC or smartphone or tablet. And I will be putting the Covert Cast up on Stitcher this week. It tends to take a couple weeks for it to go into effect. So as soon as it goes into effect, I'll let you know but yes the covert cast should be up on stitcher soon yeah so uh you uh, got some outro music for us this week i do have some outro music for us i'm anxious to hear it so for episode 11 of the covert cast of the covert cast.com i'm dusty i'm the man and uh wiggy wiggy bow bow wiggy wiggy bow bow wiggy wiggy wiener you're listening to the long coat mafia capiche Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed going down the rabbit hole with us in regards to this Lost Media episode featuring, once again, the Covert cast, and this time them discussing Area 51 and possibly aliens, UFOs, and other things. Just keep in mind that the Covert cast is a defunct podcast, and like anything Lost Media that we post up in regards to the the Covert Cast or Slacker of the Man or anything like that. They are defunct podcasts and any websites, emails, or what have you are no longer in existence and therefore probably lost to the ether as well. So be that as may, and I hope uh, not only would I probably see all of you or speak to all of you later this week in the main episode that we will be dropping before we head on off to Four State Comic Con, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, 2023. So stay tuned for that. Now, if you, any of you out there are going to Four State Comic Con, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, 2023, we hope to see you there and hope to have a good time with all of you at that event. Once again, I'm the Reverend Godfather, aka the Martinsburg Madman. I'm a gamer. And I'm wearing a bikini, and I want you all to prove it. Links to all our social down below. I hope this episode helped you to hit that subscribe button on whatever podcasting platform you choose. Good night, everyone. You've been listening to the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, the Internet's most hated and mafia-themed geek podcast. 